Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to our inaugural podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. I am interviewing Jan Barker today, who's the CEO of the Heart of Michigan. Jan, let's talk about the coverage first off, and, and thank you very much. Welcome to the show. We're really excited to do this for you. You cover a substantial part of Michigan. Yes, we have 34 counties. We go from the beautiful Michigan Lakeshore and South Haven and Saugatuck across the state towards the east, towards Jackson, where we also have a regional office in addition to our Kalamazoo office. We go further west all the way to Ypsilanti. Mm. And then we go north with our office in Grand Ledge. We cover the area around Lansing and our beautiful state's capital. And then we reach way up our next, our furthest north office is in Saginaw. Mm. And we serve the Great Lakes Bay region, including the Thumb, and go up to Higgins and Houghton. And we have about 18,000 members that we provide services and learning experiences for, of course, led by some of the most amazing volunteers that you'll ever meet. And you have a bunch of camps, too. So on the map that we have here, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six camps that you guys run. Wow, goodness gracious. Yes, and it's camp season right now. Mm -hmm. So I was out at camp a lot of the weeks, and it's pretty exciting to watch the girls talk about how they got more courageous at Mm -hmm. the end of the week and really, really exciting. Watching a girl climb onto the back of a horse for the first time and successfully trot around a ring Mm -hmm. is such a victory. And those tiny little little moments and experiences lead to her self-confidence and self-reliance. And that's what we're all about. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to dive into the 15 outcomes of the Girl Scout leadership. And when you build the camp curriculum, this is the kind of the philosophical underpinnings of what you're building. Is that correct? Exactly. Everything we do. There are lots of ways a girl and an adult can be involved in Girl Scouting. Many people are familiar with the classic Girl Scout troop. And that, of course, is the best, most viable, most um, effective way to have a girl learn the outcomes and that's a variety of experiences some troops meet every week every other week Mm -hmm. but the classic troop led by a volunteer is really a marvelous way for a girl to get involved in girl scouting what many people don't realize is there are many other ways that they can get involved in girl scouting and of course parents should want to get their parent their daughters involved in girl scouting because it is so powerfully influential in helping those girls towards a successful future. So another way would be what we call an independent experience in Girl Scouting. It's called a Juliet. It's named after Juliet Gordon-Lowe. She was our founder. Mm -hmm. And it all started in Savannah, Georgia. And um, notice that little southern twang in there as (laughs) I say that. that. that (laughs) Well, that's because I'm a southerner. It just kind of comes out. out Can't say Savannah with a Michigan (laughs) accent. But um, so those girls are girls that there might not be a classic troop near them mm. or they've, they want an individual experience, but they can be involved with a classic troop that's near them. But they have an advisor and they chart their own 
Girl Scout experience. Oh. It's pretty cool. Oh. Another way is we have this fabulous program book called The Source, which is available online okay. at gshom.org. And people can, girls and families can participate in Girl Scout programs. Like last winter, we had dog sledding. Mm. And the girls got to ride on it wow. with the dogs. It was really cool. Um, we always hope for snow for that weekend. <laughs> um, but there are so many programs, boating, genealogy. The girls help us actually pick what those programs are. Okay. And then, of course, my personal favorite, and I was a Girl Scout and went to Girl Scout camp in my home state of Florida. But we have six, we do have six camps across our footprint. And um, right now in Plainwell and in Linden and in Brooklyn, which is just east of Jackson, we have girls at camp hmm. right now. In fact, we have some inner city girls that have gone on a journey from both Saginaw and Kalamazoo to two of our camps. We have 134 girls from Saginaw at our Camp wow. London program right now. Wow. It's really exciting. And to watch those girls experience Girl Scouting combined with the learning about the outdoors and mm -hmm. all the benefits that nature gives them is phenomenal. So there are so many ways for girls to be involved in Girl Scouting. It's uh, it's pretty magical. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to to work with you on the podcast is because I think there's so much that, that people don't know, all of the great opportunities that people have with the Girl Scouts. And that's our goal with the podcast. Our goal is to inform uh, you know, a strong listenership, whether you are a Girl Scout, whether you have a daughter that's in the Girl Scouts, to try to make it so that they can learn more and more about how to take advantage of what you guys have to offer. Now, having a really strong research base premise, right, that, that you're building everything off of, once again, just really shows the amount of thought and consideration that you put into everything that you do. So let's talk about those 15 outcomes. Um, and you've already actually highlighted a couple of them, you know, uh, the, the young lady on the horse and just that confidence. Let's go through these, um, these 15 and, and give us a little bit more information, please. Well, um, we know that leadership is that good leadership is a compilation of a girl learning individual oh, competencies as mm -hmm. she grows older. We intentionally design in experiences. So let's say that there might be a controversy or a bit of a disagreement between a couple girls. For us, um, we look at that as an opportunity to help girls learn how to positively resolve conflict. Okay. So. In Girl Scouting 2, we, we really try to look at the world as a glass, you know, full, and not even half full, mm -hmm. because we want girls, you know, the world sometimes thinks of conflicts as a bad thing. We look at it as an opportunity for girls to learn how to, you know, have authentic communication mm -hmm. so that they can resolve conflicts. And in the future, they can have healthy relationships, which is also another competency that we work at. We work at the one, one of my favorites is building cooperation and team building. Um, in order to have a good friendship across your lifetime, you do need to know how to cooperate in order mm -hmm. to have a healthy relationship. So those are all things that we, we teach. We ask the girls, many times girls and, and, our, um, and the parents don't realize that these are so powerfully bold because they're happening sort of behind the scenes sure. as the girls are having fun as they're 
sitting on the top of a horse, whether they're, uh, you know, talking to the dogs that are going to guide their dog sled. <laughs> they don't realize that every one of those experiences building a competency, like a strong sense of self. That's mm -hmm. so important for a girl. That's one of our primary competencies that we ask the girls um, to understand that they're learning. Or positive values, just the positive values from the Girl Scout promise and law is just astounding to girls. And you know, not just girls. Here's the other thing that many people don't know, Matt. Adults constantly will say to me, I had no idea I was gonna learn more than the oh. girls. Because it is this powerful experience between the adult volunteer leader and the girl. Mm -hmm. and a groups of girls. A lot of moms tell us, oh, I have this very different, very special relationship with my daughter as a Girl Scout leader and a Girl Scout. Here's a, something else that I think is fascinating. For many of us and many of our girls, their role model, their favorite role model is their dad. Mm. Many people are not aware that in Girl Scouting, men can volunteer to be a Girl Scout leader because oh. we want girls to learn how to have healthy relationships and learn life skills from a variety of people. Life skills, learning life skills is a third outcome mm -hmm. in helping girls discover themselves. And so we need a variety of role models for the girls to best acquire these competencies. Um, well, can I ask you a question? Of course. So, I, I think you, you know, t touched a little bit on the, the practical life skills, but let, let's give me a little bit more of a definition on some of these, if you don't mind. So, I mean, your first core competency here is develop a strong sense of self. That is, that's big. It's huge. Explain what that means or, or give us an, an example of, of how you would, that just seems like a really big thing to conquer. So help me with that. Will well, you? here's what I try to do. I listen to the girls. So if I say to a group of girls, and I'll tell you a story about a phenomenal story that a girl in Manchester, Michigan shared with me which is just such a joy for me because I get to meet so many amazing people who do open up their life. So this is a real real story that was heart touch that touched my heart. So I asked the girls, I said, tell me what you have learned in Girl Scouting. You know, if you were to decide that you did have an experience in Girl Scouting that gave you a strong sense of self, what would that be? Mm -hmm. So this was a teenage girl a young, on the younger side of teenage, and she said, let me tell you what happened to me last week. She says, what happened to me last week was, well, you know, I, I got my period, and she's a little bit embarrassed and sort of quiets her voice about it, and she said, so it wasn't a great day, because I haven't had my period for very long, but, so it's a pain. And she said, and then my mom didn't like what I was wearing to school, and I didn't feel so good, and you feel kind of ugly, and I felt like I was holding up the world. And she said, then I went to school, and my teacher asked me a question, and I thought everybody knew that I was having my period. And it was just really a rotten day. And she said, but you know, I was so glad I was a Girl Scout, but I didn't know it yet. Mm. And I said, what does that mean? And she said, well, you know, the whole day I... I, I went to the bathroom in school and cried a couple times and tried not to show it. And then she just said the day just, it was just awful. But after school, my Girl Scout leader had asked me if I would work with a 
brownie troop. Mm. And I went in, and I went into the classroom with the brownies, and they all came running up to me. They called my name. They grabbed my legs. They told me they were so happy to see me. And I knew that I was worth a lot to those girls. That's how we built self-worth. And to an adult, it doesn't look like a huge moment. But if you can reflect to what it was like to be 14 years old, And, well, Matt, you probably can't reflect on what it's like to get your period, but it does feel like the world's after you sometime. Or it's, And if you can think about those little tiny incidences in, in a life of, of a teenager that made you feel valued, that made you feel special, that told you that you, it enhanced your worth, that's how we build a strong sense of self. We try to give girls an opportunity to work with younger girls who do think that they're rock stars. We give them opportunities. I watched the other day a little seven-year-old get up in a room full of 45 girls. Whoa. The oldest girl in the room was 19 because we Girl Scouting goes from kindergarten to 18 years old. They were all together in a at a day camp. And this little seven-year-old, when the counselor said, who wants to lead this song, she stepped up and led it. And, you know, afterwards, I asked her if she'd give me a hug, and she said, of course. And I said, well, tell me how that felt. She goes, I taught the big girls. Those are these little crystalline, gorgeous, magic moments that we as adults sometimes forget girls need. And it is why Girl Scouting... You know, as a parent, if I could do anything to assure my daughter's success, it would be to get her in Girl Scouts. And that's what Girl Scouting does. And you just really hit on number four here, which is girls seek challenges in the world by giving them that positive uh, sense of self, good values, practical skills. They're able to seek those challenges because they have more confidence. Is that a fair statement? Exactly. Hmm. In fact, just last week, I was at one of our camps watching girls scale the climbing wall. Hmm. And they had adults belaying them. We have a marvelous safety record. I'm so proud of how careful we are with, you know, the precious lives that we get to um, be with. Mm -hmm. But I watched girls, whether they made it a third of the way up the climbing wall, all the way the whole team, the adults and the counselors there were saying, celebrating every girl's individual success and encouraging the other girls to celebrate that success. Like, hey, did we all celebrate Cherise's climb? Look how far she made it. She made it to the green handhold. Mm-hmm. And that's what leaders tell me. And some of my favorite competencies are down near um, the take action section okay. of our competencies. We, I'll, I'll back up just a bit. We really encourage girls to discover themselves in the world around them, to connect with themselves and the world around them and the people in it, and then to take action. And this is powerful. It's, it's part of why I do this job. Mm-hmm. I was a Girl Scout, and I feel that I have to pay that forward mm-hmm. by, by leading the Girl Scout Council in a direction that's going to be amazing. Discover. We really encourage girls to discover themselves and um, the world around them and the people around them, to connect with themselves and the people in the world around them, and then to take action. Mm -hmm. And take action is like making a difference in the community, identifying community needs, understanding where there is a need, becoming resourceful problem solvers, 
But the one I love that leaders tell me about, and I, I have the joy of being able to go to lunch with leaders across the state and ask them, tell me why you're a Girl Scout leader. What are the best parts? And this usually creates a little teary-eyedness mm-hmm. over lunch, and that is this is the place where I watch girls advocate not just for themselves but for others, Mm. that they lift their fellow Girl Scouts up, and that's what we try to do is how do we build friendships girl to girl and have those girls learn how to positively reinforce the positive behaviors that really make us all better human beings. And leaders... It's, it's infectious. Mm. When leaders see girls put wind under other girls' wings, especially in a world where we do need more love and kindness, it's, it's astounding. Those mm-hmm. leaders then, um, here's what happens sometimes. Sometimes their daughter will come home and they'll say, will you be my Girl Scout leader? And mom and dad say, we'll give it a try. And then the next thing you know, they're, the leaders are really committed because they've seen this transformation in their daughter where she's become more more curious. She's come become more courageous. She's become a much better critical thinker. Mm. And then they also see that that spiritual side of, wow, I watched my daughter interact with girls in a way that she went out on the playground and asked the girl that was not being played with mm-hmm. to join her playgroup. Mm. And those kind of things are what we really hope that girls are inspired to act and make a huge difference in the world around them. You have <clears throat> a really big uphill battle with some of this, I'm assuming, because societal pressures are pressuring girls, specifically young girls, to do almost the opposite of what you're teaching here, um, which is too bad, right? Uh, it's like when you were just talking about like healthy relationships, cooperative team building, conflict resolution. I mean, if you, if you watch a half an hour of daytime television or even, you know, YouTube videos, how, how do you overcome that? Well, we, we stick to the the promise in the law and the 15 outcomes. We have three processes that really, really work and they're very seldom done other places. We have the girls learn by doing, so they get hands-on learning. They get also a chance to lead, like Mm. Mm girl-led, really girl-led. And what's so marvelous about girl-led we know that there are extreme advantages to a single gender environment. Mm-hmm. And this was so cute. Um, Brenna, one of my staff members and I were having lunch with the day camp girls at one of our centers. And there were 40 girls and I go around and I meet them all and asked one of the girls, you know, what's the, what have you had the most fun doing? Tell me, or tell me several of your favorite things from day camp. And one of the girls, as she's walking away from the group, she goes, the very best part is there aren't any boys here. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we also as adults forget how powerful that single gender environment is. We know research tells us that girls do better on achievement tests. 
They, they pick higher, more challenging career and educational aspirations if they've had a concentrated time and a single gender experience. And you think about our world. We have a lot of chances to be in a co-educational experience mm -hmm. and, and environment. And that's a great thing. But we have very few opportunities, especially as girls, to be in a single gender environment. And we know that they're more likely to complete high school if they're a Girl Scout and have had hmm. single gender experiences. Their locus of control or that feeling that they have more control over their lives is very, very big for a girl in a single gender environment. They're more likely to be politically involved hmm. and they're more likely to be employed hmm. and have a higher level um, job and they of course report a positive self-concept sure. now here's the cool thing is that for boys and girls they both benefit from single gender experiences but it's especially powerful for girls hmm. um, and you talk about we are on an uphill battle we we're tenacious mm -hmm. and we teach our girls to be tenacious because I just believe Girl Scouting can have such a powerful effect. But the other part of, of that experience is the world doesn't quite know how big and bold and how outstanding and how much leadership and character Girl Scouting builds. And we just keep trying to tell the world, mm -hmm. this is really special. We're mm -hmm. way more than cookies. We're mm -hmm. way more than crafts. We're way more than cookies. You can't, this, this ain't your grandma's Girl Scouts. <laughs> And um, so that's kind of, we just keep keep at it. Mm -hmm. And we really um, encourage the girls to step up and t take a leadership role in every single thing that they do. And we're really grateful that you're helping us get the word out mm -hmm. to tell people just how big and grand Girl Scouting is. Well, I think the Girl Scouts, it's an amazing organization. And in talking with you and preparing for the podcast and reading the literature, um, I, I you're right, I think people just have scratched the surface of the depth of what you can do to help help girls and help the leaders and in and, and really you know part of the take action section of this is is you know being involved in the community can you talk a little bit about that too well we really encourage every girl regardless of how she's involved in girl scouting to do what we call a take action project okay there's a little difference between a take action project in our mind's eye and um, what people typically call a community service project. Okay. We define a take action project as one, it's community service that has a lasting effect. So if you're gonna do something um, that's gonna build a better world, there also needs to be a sustainability component in that, a component that this project will live on so that it can't just be a one-shot positive influence. So we teach our girls that, that they can make a difference in the world, but you can make a bigger difference if the community service is really a take action project that will be sustainable. And so many of our girls, in fact, you know, we are um, starting to catalog all the community service that we have done across the 34 counties. Oh. And you figure that we have 18,000 members and they 92% of those girls do a community service oh project. The, the deal is we do how, we, we work in a way that we don't make a big dust storm over the great things we're doing. We just get about doing it. We get about 
shipping those items overseas to, to soldiers or we donate to the local food bank, whatever those are. Mm-hmm. Um, we had girls that noticed that there was a traffic problem in Ann Arbor. Mm. They went to the director of the traffic program for the city and they actually wrote a scenario on why this particular area needed to have additional traffic signs. Hmm. So girls take on projects that are much grander than some of us adults might think they would be capable of. And that's what I've learned in my many years as a youth developer is girls can do so much more than we believe they are capable of. And I think that's my job, um, leading the staff, leading the volunteers, and leading the girls in turn is to inspire others to do more than they themselves think they're capable of. And I think that's the permission that Girl Scouting gives girls because it's not just about successes. Mm -hmm. We also provide this incredibly safe, stable environment that if a girl tries something Mm -hmm. and she's not successful, we say, well, what did you learn from that? Right that mistake, that misstep, and how can we make that a positive experience? Hmm. So very long answer to your short question. Oh, wonderful. Now, I guess I need to challenge you on this because this is, um, I guess, just maybe my limited perspective. But why aren't you singing the praises of this more? Why why aren't we hearing in the media that these girls are doing these things? Why why aren't we seeing more of that stuff that you're inspiring girls to take these actions? I, like I I don't know about it. I mean I know that's one of the reasons we're doing the podcast, so that's that's part of it. Hopefully this will help get the word out. But um, why under the radar? Why not in front of everything? Well, we we want to be big and bold, okay. so. I don't know. I think sometimes um, there haven't been a lot of women. Like we know that 50% of female business leaders, successful business leaders, were Girl Scouts. Hmm. It's huge. Almost all the female astronauts that flew in space Mm -hmm. were Girl Scouts. And 80% of tech leaders were Girl Scouts. 76% of women senators were Girl Scouts. However, women haven't been in leadership roles in this country for Mm -hmm. a long time. And I think there are some fabulous um, male role models that were Boy Scouts. And so they've been in the corner office and they can sing those praises. Um, and, And... Not everyone knows that Girl Scouts is big and bold and in a leadership role. Like, for example, and I know you know because we talked about this earlier, but not very many people know that we have this outstanding highest award in Girl Scouting that's very difficult to earn and hardly anyone knows the name. Mm -hmm. And I'm challenging your listeners out there to sort of say, "Do, do you know the name? Sure. And, um, but everyone knows the name of our male counterparts award. Mm -hmm. So it's called the gold award and it is the highest ranking award in girl scouting girls that join the military join at an entire rank higher and a higher pay grade. Yes. And many colleges offer an instant scholarship if you are a gold award girl scout. And that's just an example. I think that women don't go about, you know, putting a big neon star sign over their heads. They just go about like helping drop off canned goods at the food Mm -hmm. bank. 
Um, and we just figure if we just keep doing great things, someone will notice. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not true. So now we are trying to get a neon sign up and flash it mm -hmm. and, you know, put some, I don't know, some star search qualities mm -hmm. into how we talk about Girl Scouting and how we really boast a bit more than we normally would. To close today's podcast, would you mind uh, reminding the Girl Scouts that are listening uh, and for those people who aren't involved in the Girl Scouts, what the Girl Scout Promise is? I would be glad to. The Girl Scout Promise is, on my honor, I will try to serve God and my country, to help people at all times, and to live by the Girl Scout law. Well, Jan, thank you very much for our inaugural podcast today. You've just given me about 50 ideas <laughs> for a whole bunch of other podcasts, so it's going to be super fun. And um, and for those of you who uh, are listening to this, make sure, one, you click the subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And two, it makes it easier to share. So as you're listening to this and you know, you're hearing these stories, and, and this is going to be a very story-based podcast, when you have the opportunity to, to hear a story that resonates with you, make sure that you share it with somebody that you're close to. Uh, make sure that you share it with another Girl Scout that you know or somebody who should be involved in Girl Scouts, whether that's they have a daughter, uh, they have a husband, they have themselves who should be volunteering. Uh, make sure that you share this far and wide because we want to be that neon sign. We want to be the thing that that gains more attention to all of the wonderful things that, that happen here at the Girl Scouts. Uh, even though that we're uh, a Michigan-based uh, Girl Scout organization that covers a huge aspect of the Girl Scouts in Michigan and the 18,000 girls who are involved, we want to make sure that this gets out so that other Girl Scout chapters can take advantage of this, share this great all of these great ideas and all of these stories to help recruit and to help get the word out. So, Jan, thanks for your time today. You're very welcome. And we will see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Change the world, come with me. change the world.